Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Today, our conversation is about Murfreesboro Little Theater. Today, uh, we've got a studio of hundreds here. We're going to also talk about uh, Oakland's free day as well, and part of all of this uh, conversation here, Shane Lowry, James Manning, Emma Hawkins, uh, all here in studio with us. And uh, welcome, first of all. Glad you're all here today. Good morning. Glad to be here. So uh, let's see. Shane, you are the director of Macbeth and assistant director for Always a Bridesmaid. And we're going to be talking about both of those. So I guess a good place to start. Um, Murfreesboro Little Theater and uh, Macbeth getting ready to go here, huh? Yeah, we've actually, um, we started on Wednesday with our opening performance outdoors at Oakland's. Main thing to know about it is it's at Oakland's, it's at 7 o'clock, it's free to the public, um, and the last two nights have gone wonderful, and tonight is Friday the 13th, and a show about witches and death and sword fights. I don't <laughs> think there's a, a better show that can be done. I guess I guess that's true. So uh, tell me how this all came about, uh, James, with Oakland's, and um, I, that seems like branching out a little bit. But what a cool venue, uh, huh? Oh, absolutely. We have loved all of our partnerships with Murfreesboro Little Theater, and it's just a great use of the grounds. Um, Oakland's mansion owns the mansion, uh, the buildings right around it, in about an acre. The city of Murfreesboro owns the remainder of Oakland's Park. Um, and this is a great um, partnership and great resource for our community. And we love all the events that we've done with Murfreesboro Theater. Yeah, you've had several um, uh, events here of late. Was the, the uh, barbecue fest there too? We just had the Murfreesboro Breakfast Rotary Club's barbecue festival. And uh, that we had uh, last night was Rutherford Cable's Diversity and Inclusion uh, training. And um, there was also the play and an impromptu party at the picnic pavilion. So <laughs> we're keeping it busy. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds like it. So, uh, you, you know, I, I'm so surprised at the number of people that move in daily to Rutherford County. I heard this statistic is around 20 to 22 or something like that, you know. And um, we have so many new people that listen to uh, the radio station to find out about their community. And maybe this is the first time they're hearing about Oakland's Mansion and also about Murfreesboro Little Theater. So, Shane, I want to give you the chance to kind of tell me a little bit about Murfreesboro Little Theater. And, uh, James, you tell me some about uh, Oakland's Mansion here for our new listeners. All right. right. Well, Murfreesboro Little Theater is one of the oldest community theaters in Middle Tennessee. We were founded in 1962 with uh, people like Dot. Um, Oh, I'm blanking on her name. Dot Harris. I wanted to say Harrison, but Dot Harrison, Dumpy Waller, uh, a lot of people that were really influential in the community back in the 60s -hmm. and uh, we've been going on uh, ever since you know about uh, 2019 we lost the uh, cabin and uh, we had been doing free outdoor Shakespeare since 2011 and uh, and so we were wondering where it was gonna go next and uh, you know Oakland's was kind of a a neighbor to the the cabin there on Ewing Boulevard and we went over and chatted with James to see if we could uh, start partnering with shows together and so you've been doing shows there, uh, I guess, since 2019, or is this the first? No, we, um, so last year was the first outdoor Shakespeare, but we've also done mm-hmm. uh, Cat on Hot Tin Roof at Oakland's. We, we're kind of a touring theater at this point, as we uh, 
come up with the the plans for the future. Uh, we've performed a bunch at the Walnut House, uh, Mills Paid Art Center, uh, Gallagher Guitar. Just any any place we can find a show to stick, we 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 find a way to make it work. Yeah, and yeah. always the bridesmaids on another one with it touring. It'll be touring around to uh, senior facilities. Okay. And uh, Emma, uh, mm-hmm. are, are you part of the uh, Always a Bridesmaid? Yes, I'm the director for it. Okay, all right. I, d- I didn't have that on here, so that's good. We're going to chat a lot about that in just a second. So, James, tell me about Oakland's Mansion. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's a, one of our beautiful historic sites here in uh, Murfreesboro, Rutherford County. Yeah, so you mentioned all the folks that are moving here from all over the country, and uh, they are Googling what to do when they come here, and they're coming to Oakland's. We're usually number one on TripAdvisor, and so they find us and come in the door, and they ask that same question. We saw that you were number one on TripAdvisor or Google reviews, but what is this place? (laughs) So then we uh, give them a brief history and let them take a self-guided tour of the mansion, and we're also there to answer questions for them and, and really get to know them and help them learn more about the community in addition to just Oakland's. But uh, very briefly, uh, Oakland's mansion was the plantation home of Dr. James Manny and Colonel and his wife, Sally Hardy Murphy Manny. Her father is the guy that Murfreesboro was named for, uh, Colonel Hardy Murphy. He was a land speculator and he died without a will. The state legislature divided his land holdings and gave his daughter, um, by way of her husband, Dr. James Manny, um, the land here in Murfreesboro. And it was only 274 acres at that time, but they moved here with um, some money that she also inherited from her father and 18 enslaved individuals. And they began building the house in phases. Um, It was first just a two-room brick structure, and today it's nearly a 10,000-square-foot lavish house that was completed on the eve of the Civil War by the second generation of the Manny family. Um, The Manny's son, Lewis, married the governor's daughter. Governor Newton Cannon was the first Whig governor of the state of Tennessee. And, of course, our town used to be called Cannonsburg before it was renamed Murfreesboro. So um, three of our city's founding families lived there, and they grew the plantation uh, significantly from the 274 acres that Mrs. Manny inherited from her father um, to nearly 1,500 acres, not contiguous, but they owned nearly 1,500 acres in the downtown area. After the Civil War, Dr. Manny divided a farm that was over 600 acres uh, between his heirs that was uh, around Oakland's mansion, and that included what is now Evergreen Cemetery. And so we have lots of partners in our community, in addition to Marshall Little Theater that will be at Free Day, Um, this year, including the African American Heritage Society, who are partnering with us to build a memorial there in Section M, which is complete with the exception of the granite insert that we're waiting on that will probably come in in June. Mm -hmm. And and one of the uh, things I guess maybe Oakland's is best known for is it was really one of the uh, beginning places here for a big Civil War battle that took place too. The first battle of Murfreesboro came to the front yard at Oakland's on July 13th of 1862 and that's why ultimately Oakland's is on the National Register of Historic Places for that Civil War significance. So um, we have uh, people that come to see the site because they're interested in the Civil War significance. Others um, want to explore the grounds. We're a native tree arboretum and a wetlands. Um, and so there's many different uh, reasons to visit. And so I'd love for people to come on free day and get a glimpse and a taste of the place and come back for a deeper dive at some of the many events that we offer. Yeah. When is free day now? It's this Sunday okay. from 10 to 4. And then you can come back that evening from 6 to 9 for the concert with the Middle Tennessee Symphonietta and the play afterwards with the Murfreesboro Little Theater. 
and we'll have a food truck called I Take It that'll be here on some of our earlier publicity. It said My Roots Curbside Culinary would be here, but they have traded um, some dates. And so both of those food trucks will be at some of these plays. And you can follow us on our Facebook, our website, either mltarts.org. Com. Com mltarts.com or oaklandsmansion.org or on our Facebook pages to get more information on these events or give us a call. I think you're going to need a nap on Monday. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's, it's a long day. <laughs> We're, We're looking got, forward to it. Yeah, going to be fun. Uh, Shane Lowry and uh, Emma Hawkins here with Murfreesboro Little Theater and uh, James Manning with Oakland's Mansion. So uh, tell me about Macbeth. You know, I, I, there seems to have been... Um, a little resurgence in Macbeth with the uh, Apple TV show, um, I think, you know. Well, and, that there was the Denzel Washington yeah. movie that just came out. So, yeah, yeah. hopefully that's getting people fresh, a uh, fresh take on it. Um, also, it's still required for a lot of high school students to read. But, uh, you know, I, I would say that it's Shakespeare's greatest tragedy. And, yeah, it was written in 1606. Uh, he wrote it for King James. Yeah, the uh, King James who... Um, did the edit of the Bible mm. or the translation. Um, and King James was very afraid of witches and afraid of assassination. And uh, so Shakespeare kind of, and he had Scottish heritage. So he took these things and kind of wrote this show uh, for King James uh, with witches and the assassination of a king and Macbeth becoming king and those uh, those choices. And this is where shows like Macbeth are still relevant it's these these witches tell him he's going to be king but they don't tell him he needs to go kill everybody in the world to become it uh, and he sees these witches as prophets instead of of evil temptation mm. and uh, I think a lot of us we face different temptations every day and the choices that we make with those lead to our outcomes now uh, Macbeth's outcome because if you know about Shakespeare tragedies a lot of people die at the end uh, so his choices and uh, his wife, uh, Lady Macbeth, her choices uh, lead to their uh, their downfall, and uh, and so you know I love Shakespeare because it's and especially this show because it's got it's got the fun engagement with witches and sword fights and stuff like that, but the monologues said by Macbeth and Lady Macbeth and these scenes between the two of them making making the choice to to decide to do these horrible things and then the guilt that comes afterwards even and in Shakespeare's language it's just it's just beautiful and yeah after after Lady Macbeth has too much and kills herself and Macbeth finds out about it he just he has this beautiful the tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow speech which mm. is just for them or for him there's just another tomorrow and another tomorrow and things are not going to change for him and I think he he starts to realize all of these decisions he made aren't going to end well for him and he starts to get weary of the world and uh, and I think a lot of people can can still relate to that with with just real life issues sure because sometimes it feels like they just build and build and build and and you just start to get tired so, uh, Always a Bridesmaid, Emma, mm -hmm. tell me about that and, and when we can expect to see that. Yeah, so Always a Bridesmaid is completely different from Macbeth. <laughs> yeah. um, it has been described as a Golden Girls episode. So it is very <laughs> different from the tragedy of Macbeth. 
Um, it is about these four women who at their high school prom they didn't have dates and so they made a pact to be bridesmaids at each other's weddings and it is now 35 years later and they are still being bridesmaids in each other's weddings with wedding four with runaway brides with all kinds of crazy stuff that happens um it is a lot of fun it is hilarious the cast is incredible um there is a lot of physical comedy in it and it will be so we were touring it to several different senior homes for free for their residents in the beginning part of june but then it will be open to the public um june 16th through the 19th at mills pate art center on old nashville highway headed out towards smyrna the 16th 17th and 18th shows will be at 7 p.m and there will be a two o'clock matinee on june 19th oh okay so you're you're going to some of the senior centers and get everything mm-hmm. you know i i guess H- how difficult is that to to go to different locations and and, and put on a performance yeah it is <laughs> it it can be difficult <laughs> um because there is a lot of different like variables happening with different stage sizes that we're having to work with and we're having to be flexible with but the reason we're doing it is because so often we were wanting to bus people from these senior homes and from these places to us we don't have a building anymore but there were also a lot of people that weren't able to make that bus ride but they can most often come down the stairs and come to a day room So we wanted to open it up to as many people as we possibly could and make it easier for them, and especially with still COVID being a factor, um, reducing the risk for them getting on a bus and traveling. It's just more convenient for us to bring it to them. So how how many locations are you going to go to between now and um, before mid-June? Yeah, for Always a Bridesmaid, we will be at Westbrook Towers, We'll be at St. Clair Senior Center, and we will be at Adams Place. So we'll be at three different um, venues awesome. before Mills Pate. Okay. We're, we're hoping to make this uh, an annual thing and, and hopefully get more um, facilities that would like something like this to come around. Because um, fortunately, the Tennessee Arts Commission gave us some funding to help us do this. and uh, For both shows. Yeah, for both Macbeth and Always a Bridesmaid. And uh, I'd, I'd love to see... You know, a show like Always a Bridesmaid going to, you know, 10, 15 different homes. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, the the grant, and I was going to mention that here before our time went away, but that that's what helps you to, to mm-hmm. do some of these touring uh, shows. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously when you're doing a free show, uh, the, the uh, income doesn't come in. So uh, having places like the, the Arts Commission uh, and their support, uh, really makes it to where we can execute some of these these projects. Well, that's great. And uh, another thing that I, I wanted to, to touch on, going back to all the new folks coming into our community, um, Emma, are, are you seeing these folks kind of finding Murfreesboro Little Theater or maybe extend a, an, an offering to them to come out and, and, and be a part of the group? Yeah, definitely. Um, we are all volunteer and we love for anybody that ever wants to come and help wants to come and be um an audience member wants to come be a part of the shows anything we are always welcome and we're willing to take shows pretty much anywhere so we're open to everything 
Well, that sounds great. And you can find out more at mltarts.com. All right. Very good. So let's run over all the dates and, and times again of everything. So, Shane, if you want to take uh, when we can see Macbeth and, um, and Emma about the uh, Always a Bridesmaid. So, Macbeth, we will be there at Oakland's mansion tonight, Friday the 13th at 7. And then we'll be back there. Uh, MLT will be there all day long doing some... Uh, some workshops if you want to learn how to act some if you want to learn how to do some sword fights uh, come find us during the day on free days you can also bring your kids we're doing an original little piece uh, called the tale of three where three young soldiers will get to help save the son of the king so that should be fun and then that evening on Sunday uh, for free days we'll have a production of Macbeth at 730 um, we'll also have a special performance of at the Discovery Center on Saturday 21st at 7. Uh, we'll get the word on that out uh, on our Facebook world. And then we come back, we take a little break, and then we come back to Oakland's the first weekend of June and do it all again. All right, very good. And uh, always a bridesmaid uh, touring around, but when can we see it uh, in uh, mid-June? Yes, um, it will be open to the public June 16th 17th and 18th at 7 p.m and then june 19th at 2 p.m and all of that will be at mills pate art center awesome very good and uh oakland's free day big day on sunday right yes and i want to also mention a couple of our other partner organizations that i haven't got to tell you about yet in addition to mercer little theater and um, the Middle Tennessee Sinfonietta will also have the African American Heritage Society um, talking about the memorial that we're building in Section M and other projects that they're doing in our community. We'll have the Center for Chinese Music and Culture at MTSU. They'll be on the front porch of the Visitor Center with the Rutherford County Archaeological Society and they're going to have instruments to demonstrate. Um, we'll also have the Murfreesboro um, Muslim youth will be on the front porch of the visitor center and they're doing games and activities and they'll have um, candy prizes and free drinks. Well, good. Um, where, where can we find more information uh, about Oakland's Mansion online? So if you go to oaklandsmansion.org, you can find information on Free Day and our other upcoming events or on our social media pages on Facebook and Twitter. Very good. Well, Shane, James, Emma, thanks for coming in today. Thank, Thank you. you. We'll do it again soon. Our friends from uh, Murfreesboro Little Theater joining us along with uh, James Manning with Oakland's Mansion. Hope you enjoyed the show. Now, if you missed part of the program, be sure to check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com. Just look for Rutherford Issues. And wherever you listen to audio, Spotify, iTunes, and Facebook.